Hello and welcome to the 2022 International E-Assessment Awards Finalist Showcase Series, kindly sponsored by the British Council. As you're probably aware, this series is all part of the lead up to the EAA's annual International E-Assessment Conference taking place in London uh, on the 21st and 22nd of June, where you'll be able to meet others from within the e-assessment community um, and find out more about a range of exciting and cutting edge e-assessment projects. If you haven't had a chance to register for the conferences yet, then please do so using the link that's shown on the screen below. So this week, we're going to be talking about the Best Summative Assessment Project Award category, which is very kindly sponsored by Certify Assessment Solutions. We're now going to hear from Chris Wall, Sales Director at Certify Assessment Solutions, who's going to tell you a little bit more about the category and about the finalists. Hi, I'm Chris Wall, Sales Director for Certify Assessment Solutions. Certify is a provider of end-to-end -end testing services, which includes digitised authoring and assessment, remote proctoring solutions, test management and registration services. Our tradition goes back to 2009 and we've got over a decade of experience in setting up test centres, running exams and providing the best possible testing experience for candidates. And all this delivered across our global test centre network. We believe remote assessment solutions should be designed to replicate that brick and mortar experience and remove any of the technical burdens from the test taker on the day of the test, allowing them to concentrate on the task at hand. Our knowledge and experience of exam delivery has helped us evolve our remote assessment solution, which we call Smartest Suite. We've designed it so that it's easy to use for the test takers and we offer flexibility to the awarding bodies and educational institutions delivering remote tests. Obviously, those tests have got to be robustly invigilated. We're more than aware that one size doesn't fit all, so flexibility is the key. We're a UK organisation and we operate extensively across Europe. However, our reach is also global and we've got customers based across the planet. This year, we're sponsoring the Best Summative Assessment Project Award, an award which seeks to acknowledge assessment projects or a solution which is bringing clearly identifiable benefits to summative assessment. We've got a particular interest in this award because we, along with other providers, continue to deliver solutions with the test taker, the awarding bodies, educational institutions at the heart of the design. The use of innovation and the development of features and functionality which is supporting the summative assessment absolutely aligned with our own thinking. And we applaud any solutions which address legacy issues and challenges which have previously been faced. It's critical that the development of the assessment features have a clear benefit to institutions and test takers, but it's critical that we as an industry listen to the customers, really understand their pain points and work closely with them when designing any assessment solution. This year, award applicants were asked to submit a case study which showcased um, the use of technology-enabled assessments within a specific institution. The judging criteria included responding to a particular challenge or need, providing evidence of successful implementation, 
uh, providing evidence that the uh, of the benefits achieved by the project um providing or, or describing how the solution was distinctive and innovative with a description of um, supporting ease of use and accessibility and providing evidence of reliability and scalability something which you know we believe all of the um test takers and institutions would absolutely respond to the submissions for the award were given careful consideration by a panel of judges um, before a short list of finalists was agreed on i'd like to thank the judges who considered the submissions so thanks to romana ross linda steedman graham hudson and mike door so let me introduce the finalists mac out or the Maulana Abdul Kalam Azad University of Technology, which is based in West Bengal in India. And Macau adopted an integrated assessment system, which is an AI-enabled solution covering an entire range of assessment practices and procedures. The solutions resulted in a 50% reduction in cost and a 75% reduction in reported student grievances. Prodigy Learning with Dots on Skillify. So Prodigy Learning provided a solution to the Education Research Centre in Ireland for a national rollout of secure and scalable online assessment system. And in the first month of deployment, over 30,000 students sat the standardised test in over 300 schools. And finally, the University of Jeddah. University of Jeddah implemented a new vision to develop a competent workforce for the Saudi Arabian logistics sector. They've successfully migrated paper-based tests across 11 campuses onto an e-assessment system, which is bringing significant benefits to students and faculty members alike. So all that remains is to wish the very best of luck to each of the finalists. I can't wait to find out who's won and I can't wait to meet you at the conference. So thanks very much to Chris and once again to Certify Assessment Solutions for sponsoring this award category uh, this year. We're now gonna hear from the three finalists who are gonna tell you a little bit more about their summative assessment projects. Hi. I'm Manish Mota, founder Learning Spiral. We are an end-to-end -end assessment solution provider based out of India, Calcutta. Last summer, in the midst of COVID, when the pandemic was at its height in India, we worked with Maulana Abul Kalam Azad University of Technology, which is more than a 70-year-old organization and having more than 150,000 students enrolled. It has more than 300 plus courses, but most importantly, it conducted 6 million assessments annually. So in the midst of COVID, uh, the state of West Bengal in India also declared general elections. And the challenge before the university was that could they complete the semester assessments for 150,000 students in 20 days flat? And remember, this is an activity which the university took normally more than 60 days from preparation of questions, papers, the delivery of the exams, and then the assessments and the transcripts. So this was a major and uh, challenge for a university of this stature and size. 
And what were the identified benefits by the university? So the key, of course, was to reduce the test to transcript time and use this time which will get saved for actual learning and impartation of teaching. And of course, they wanted that students participate remotely because a large number of these students were at their houses and at their homes and because of COVID could not take part in these assessments physically. At the same time, being a very notable uh, name in the university space, they could not allow their assessment quality to deteriorate. So they wanted these assessments to be reliable, secure, and of course, the cost needed to be reduced because with the advent of COVID, a lot of the student fees was waived off so that the students at large did not uh, really suffer during the COVID. So how large actually was this assessment drive? Just to give you an understanding, these were the kind of numbers that we had to deal with the last year. So the total test delivered was 1.5 million, which was amongst test takers of more than 300,000. The total number of paper setters or authors for the question items was more than 3,000. And the daily number of maximum exams which was being conducted was 120,000. Of course, all of this could be possible only with the help of a very dedicated technical support team. So more than 250 to 300 support staff were available on a hot call through an IVR-based helpline for students as well as paper setters or teachers. So any of these stakeholders could call on this helpline and get 24-7 support which really helped in making sure that this drive went through successfully. And what was the reason why we could call that this was actually a successful drive? Well, foremost was the fact that the attendance in the assessments was close to 99.8%. This is a record for the university because even in manual assessments, the, the attendance was never as high as this. So definitely, in spite of all the fear that, you know, students might not have access to Internet, electricity, etc., and uh, might not have access to devices, we found that most students were able to participate and there was nobody really left out. The student grievances post the examinations, which earlier used to be close to 20 percent, became nil. The test to transcript time was reduced by 50 percent and costs were reduced as well. And of course, being digital from day one, the risk of other things like paper leakages and question item uh, exposure was totally eliminated. What made the drive so successful? Well, of course, first and foremost, the pilots and the paced rollout. More than 10 mock exams were conducted for every student. At college level, at teacher level, students were persuaded to take these mock examinations and make sure that their devices and their infrastructure were ready for the main day. And then, of course, the vendors help along with the platform you can assess, which had the AI assisted live proctoring along with support for two devices. So more than 360 degree views of the student could be taken. And this ensured that both the security and the reliability of the assessments were not compromised and further and the, the reports and the audit trail and reporting made sure that the whole exercise was fruitful and could be made reliable. 
The end-to-end -end assessments covered every stage of the examination, from pre-exam to the exam day. And I really look forward to being in London on the 21st of June for the award ceremony and having and interacting with all of you there. Thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Peter Dorda, the Chief Product Officer of Prodigy Learning. And I'm here today to give you an overview of our project, which is one of the finalists for the Best Transformational Assessment Project at this year's e-assessment awards. The project is in association with the Educational Research Centre, which is a statutory agent of the Department of Education in Ireland, um, and is a Drumcondra online testing system powered by our Skillify platform. So the ERC, for short, um, is an agency which is responsible for the K-12 standardised assessments in Ireland. The project is really a, an ongoing partnership between ourselves and the ERC um, to transform their business and provide um, digitization of their um, standardized assessments. The ERC has a long history of producing regularly updated, high quality and relevant standardized assessments in literacy, maths, verbal reasoning and numeric ability. One of their strategic goals is to digitize as much as possible. They want to digitize as many of their paper-based tests to provide an online testing platform to solve all of those challenges that paper-based testing brings, whether it's the uh, time-consuming nature of developing them and distributing them um, and getting the reports back and results back, um, but they also want to have complete ownership of the content of their tests. So that led us to create the Drumcondra online testing system, or DOTS for short. DOTS is powered by our Skillify online platform, which is hosted on the secure Microsoft Cloud. DOTS enables ERC to manage the content of their standardized assessments along with their standardization data and host large scale testing sessions during their busy testing seasons throughout the year. It is an end-to-end -end solution for schools to purchase, schedule and deliver standardized assessments and gather their reports instantly. Since its initial launch, we've also added additional features to integrate some of the other business processes from the ERC, like their online paper, paper test ordering, to bring one whole solution for the ERC test department together. The project relied on, on some heavy UI customization and a development timeframe, which span over the start of the COVID pandemic. The platform itself is scalable. Um, over the start of the project, as I mentioned, there was a number of challenges um, that we had to face, like the narrow test windows um, of actually delivering these standardized assessments, the COVID pandemic, and, and the goal of having to deliver 30,000 tests during the first three weeks of the platform being live. That's coming from the ERC delivering 400,000 annual paper tests with the goal to transform as many of those to online as possible. One of the challenges of providing online tests in Ireland is the IT infrastructure to schools. So there are some schools with small enrollment numbers that may have little or no IT support and their IT infrastructure and bandwidth may be limited. We needed to bear that, bear that in mind when creating the solution. The solution itself was um, quite complex with the requirements that the ERC had. They wanted to integrate an easy to use authentication mechanism and um, some enhancements to the user interface um, to provide custom question types like reading comprehension questions 
that had text on a page rather than scrolling down to make it easier for the young learners to read. Their authentication mechanism was there to um, make it easy for young learners to log on to the system. And essentially, it was made up of a login number being generated and a password also being generated, which is at two, four character English words. Those details are provided to the student in a little login slip to make it easier. The platform itself um, is also available on a wide variety of um, browsers and platforms um, as it's an adaptable user interface. So DOTS itself works on computers that are 10 years old or very modern tablets. And we find those in classrooms across the island of Ireland. We have integrated an e-commerce solution in there to enable schools to buy their tests and then schedule them very easily and on demand, really putting the control in the test sheds and with the end school. The project itself has had several um, really impactful transformational um, impacts over the actual project period, some of which have detailed on screen here. So it's an end-to-end -end solution for standardized testing for the ERC, and it provides the ERC with control over all of their questions and all of their data. It gives instant reporting and analytics for all users and cost savings to both the ERC and schools. The project was delivered during the COVID-19 period, and one of the biggest challenges was to hit the goal of 30,000 tests delivered during the first three weeks, which was in April 2021, just as when schools were returning back into the classroom. And I'm happy to say that we actually hit that. Every single school has access to DOTS on the island of Ireland, and the ERC are very pleased with the low level of support that has required uh, given their expectations. With that, I'd like to thank the Assessment Association for hosting this webinar and showcasing the finalists. E-assessment at the University of Jeddah a step towards aligning assessment to learning outcomes. University of Jeddah implemented a new vision to develop a competent workforce that will drive the Saudi Arabian logistics sector based on Saudi Vision 2030. The university utilized a paper test model across its 11 campuses with only two test centers. These constraints prompted the organization to adopt an e-assessment system to streamline its student assessment processes. In 2018, University of Jeddah made a decision to include students' learning outcomes in its institutional effectiveness measurement, which requires more governance for assessment processes and procedures. It started by forming the Higher Committee for Assessment and Evaluation to monitor and review policies and procedures relating to the assessment and progression of all taught and research students studying on programs leading to a qualification of the university. The university also faced resource issues stemming from examination malpractice and the general examination model. First, the university incurred immense financial costs to prepare paper tests for all students. The university's administration also wasted tremendous time and effort in preparing paper tests, considering it had only two exam centers to serve 11 campuses. Consequently, exam coordination was also a significant problem. The e-assessments provided accurate and reliable feedback about students' achievements of learning objectives and provided the faculty instantaneous results about students' test results. Moreover, these results are accurate 
since the e-assessment system prevents examination irregularities. The e-assessment system also helps professors manage many exams in different areas and subjects simultaneously. E-assessments have revolutionized the comprehensive assessment process for students. We created a performance dashboard where each college in the university has access to its results so that it can make performance comparisons between its departments or compare its performance with other colleges or even compare performance with faculty. The switch from paper-based assessment to the e-assessment system has resulted in total monetary and time savings of 59,634 Saudi Riyals and 23,248.8 hours per exam session. The e-assessment system also provides reliable data about aggregate students' performances, affecting strategic, productivity, and operational decision-making. So I think you'll agree that there are some really fascinating projects there and many congratulations to all of the finalists for getting this far and of course all the best to them as we wait to find out who is the winner of the category at the gala dinner on the 21st of June. The other day I caught up with Paul Muir from the British Council where we discussed the use of technology in supporting summative assessment and the benefits that this can bring in terms of scale, um, security um, and a whole host of other benefits. So welcome back um, to uh, another session to talk a little bit about one of the award categories. Today we're going to be looking at the Best Summative Award um, Assessment Project Award. Um, and I'm joined um, by Paul Muir, who's um, Head of Technology Assessment, Assessment at the British Council. Um, Paul, summative assessment is sort of the bread and butter of what British Council do. Tell us a little bit about, um, about what that looks like in, in sort of scale and, and, and nature of, of, of using technology to support assessment. Yeah, hi Matt, yeah, absolutely. British Council, I think obviously we touched on you know, the scale and, and complexity of what we do. I think we do around four and a half million exams a year in 140 plus countries. So um, scale is something we do. And I think the complexity comes from um, we differ that all the way from you know Singapore to Sudan. So we're the challenges that we have in those different countries, how we make sure candidates have a similar experience um, wherever they are in the world is something that um, we're always sort of grappling with and challenging with. And obviously technology plays a huge part in that. Um, yeah. And I think as we're going to see with these, with our talk today and, and some of these and the, the entries for this, this category, um, all of them sort of address international, absolutely on, they're international and also they're, they're at scale, which I'm, I know you're going to touch on now. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, it is, it is interesting that this category attracted um, submissions from um, from right around the world, really. I mean, we had um, the University of Jeddah in, in Saudi Arabia. Um, we had the Mulana Abdul Kalam Azad University of Technology, and apologies if I pronounced that wrong, um, in India, who are working at huge scale, um, you know, sort of 150,000 students across 12,000 courses, um, quite, a, quite a, a big project there. And then you also had um, the Department of Education in Ireland working with Prodigy Learning um, to support the rollout of um, national tests within within Ireland. So, you know, as you say, very international, large scale. I think one of the things that, that, that is interesting in the um, project in Ireland was that whole issue of having, having um, to grapple with 
um, rural diversity of the, the, the areas uh, as a whole and how you deploy technologies into areas where infrastructure may not be quite so caught up. I mean, I guess that's another thing that the British Council deal with um, day in, day out. It is, and it's something we've talked about, I think, and, and um, at conferences as well, is that that whole, um, well, I think we've called it digital divide or digital wall. There's a real danger, actually, with implementing technology projects, you end up creating a problem that you, or creating another problem that you actually would, weren't trying to put there in the first place. So, um, again, you know, we work in many places around the world where we have to think about the solutions we put in place. And, for example, you know, can they work offline? Can you lose power? Can you lose connectivity? All of that is part of that build and part of that specking of a solution. And that's something that we, we're always thinking of when we where we work. And obviously, Prodigy Learning here um, have had to do that um, with the RF solution. Yes, yeah, no, indeed. And I think they all have to a degree. I mean, again, it's interesting that the University of Jeddah would, would have been dealing with a very diverse landscape. So um, 11 campuses um, that they, they were working, slightly smaller number of students, but still significant, 14 and a half thousand students. Um, but sort of trying to, to bring a diverse landscape to, to play in a sense that they're doing different types of assessment, but it's all, all of the, and including paper-based being marked on screen, um, but all of the data from that being captured in the one single system, which, which sort of leads us, I guess, on to benefits. Because when, when you and I were talking the other day about um, the best formative assessment project award, one of the things we talked about as a benefit of technology-enabled formative assessment was data insights. But that clearly is something of a benefit here for Summative too. And, I, and again, the University of Jeddah talked a little bit about, about that in their submissions. I think actually they've all mentioned it um, in, in their submissions. Again, British Council's experience of that sort of that benefit and, and other benefits of, of technology-enabled Summative assessment, is that? It is, and obviously we, we do that. You know, we see you know, technology in being introduced can introduce new, you know, more flexibility around that. You know, we're seeing it can help um, students or campuses manage um, things like student grievances, it can help reduce cost obviously, so we all go into these projects thinking very, I guess, very honourably that it's about improving student um, performance, which I think is something that everyone strives to do, but there are some accountants sitting somewhere saying actually delivering this through technology, there will be some payback here in terms of cost, and I think a number, or I think all of our um, finalists here have talked about the cost reductions they've achieved. And some of them were significant. I think one of them was talked about fifty percent reduction in cost because of this pro because of the project they put in place. So that's clearly a core part of it. As much as we like we like to think it's all about the assessment, a lot of these is about that reducing that cost, which enables those these organisations to you know reinvest that money in things like teaching, for example, or um, other other projects, which is which is really important. I think. Yeah, and I'm, I'm thinking in fact the the um, the university in India was talking about uh, that staff time. Um, involved in running assessments accounted for academic teaching time accounted for about a third of their time overall so by moving to e-assessment they freed up the academic staff that extra time which you would you would um, um, I guess you know was then deployed back into the teaching experience so enhancing that teaching experience but as you say they all talk about significant savings of, of cost and time at the, the University of Jeddah talks about saving um, admin time a saved admin time being about twenty-three and a half thousand hours um, over the year, which is significant. Um, you know, talking significant um, amounts of time. So clearly, that's a benefit, um, a significant benefit. And I suppose the last thing that would be worth just touching on is um, about involving all of the stakeholders in the process, not not only in making decisions about 
making a transition from from a paper manual process to a technology enabled process but also taking them on the journey and again i'm sure that you know from your experience at the british council you must have come across that um, in many instances and we do it's one of the things we always we always say to our clients and working with the, whether whether it's with students with teachers with you know administration staff bringing those people obviously on, along, along on the journey is, is 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 imperative and i think all of them mentioned here that they've they made a real effort to go out to you know to even talk to parents as well because yes. i think in ireland i think they you know getting parents on board with this new way of working and things and if the parents aren't happy the kids probably aren't going to be happy as well and you start that starts coming down the chain and you have a very unhappy um school system if you've got parents and kids and teachers unhappy so definitely bring along bring along those stakeholders with you it's, and and we see that all the while and it's a huge amount of effort but it, it pays off and i think some of the results we've seen here um shows that engaging with those people has, has results and 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 as you say i mean parents importantly but but don't forget about the students as stakeholders um and talk to them and again one of one of the um submissions actually went out and talked to the students their student body in advance of making the switch to make sure that they were on board with the idea of, of that change and i think all too often the focus tends to be on the academics and the administration staff and making sure they're on board which is obviously critical but if you carry the, the student and the parent body with you then it's going to be a much easier easier move um brilliant well look you know we only have a, a very short amount of time to have these conversations that was, was really good to, to chat around some of these um these main issues in uh in supporting summative assessment through through technology um so paul Thank you very much um, for joining us. Thanks very much again to the British Council for being our, our Headlines uh, Award sponsor this year, um, and also to Certify Assessment Solutions for sponsoring specifically the Summative um, Assessment Project Award. Paul, thank you, um, and look forward to talking again soon. Thanks, Matt, and yeah, look forward to seeing who the, who the final winner is. Thank you. Yes, of course, yes, we mustn't forget, 21st of June, we'll find out who wins this category. Thanks again, Paul. Speak thanks, soon. thanks, Matt. Bye. So that's it from me today and also um, the end of the overall series. Thank you to everyone who has taken time to present and be part of this series, which we hope that you've found interesting. Our sincere thanks to all of the judges who give a huge amount of time to the judging process and without whom we couldn't run these awards. And also best of luck to all of the finalists in this year's awards ahead of the gala dinner on the 21st of June, where we'll be announcing all of the winners across all of the different categories. I look forward to seeing you there.